Good evening, Mr. Haynes, Mr. Malone, Mr. Foster. What are you fucking nerds doing here? Let's just jump into it. All right. This is what I don't know if it was like if this bears any discussion whatsoever. Uh, do you um, do you have kind of like a uh, when you get paid or this day before payday something like that and you feel like just kind of diving into treating yourself? Is there is there like a like a ritual that that you gravitate towards or is it just something that you kind of come up with on the fly? Yeah, it's usually involving like a restaurant we don't normally go to yeah. that kind of a deal. Well, that was a th- here's the thing. Because I typically work the late shift, uh, there's a place over close to work where if I knew I was going to be getting paid or, you know, I, I would go on payday, I'd be like fucking making the beeline right over there before I go home and then I put something on Netflix and they just shove my face. It's the custard joint over uh, over off of I drive. That place. Okay. All right, you seen it? Have you seen it or not? Uh, I th- yeah, I think I have seen it. I just never taken the time to stop in there. Well, it's drenched in neon, and there's a giant fucking like fiberglass ice cream cone on the top of it. It makes itself pretty well known. Um, uh, I've kind of it's like gotten- Vegas, but yeah. with ice cream. V- very much so. Yeah, it's just like come hither to like a custard oasis. Um, so I passed by there tonight because I know we're getting paid tonight, and I was like, "Fuck yeah! All right, get the snow monster because that's the thing I usually get. That's the ritual." And uh, the snow monster. Tell me about this behemoth. The snow monster is basically just it's a vanilla custard uh, mixed with strawberries, bananas, and the cup. The inside of the cup is drizzled with uh, chocolate sauce. So that by the time they get the custard into it, the chocolate sauce is hardened up into like like little chocolatey chip strips, and then I have to take a spoon get right down into the guts of it and just like slather it all in my fucking face before it goes down the gullet. I'm sorry, that might have been too much information, but No, no, please um, continue. Yes, yeah, I, I was Yeah, and I just like I, get down in a I, I'm like mid chub. Like, you need to keep going. Yeah, getting my tonsils. Grass my throat. And uh they're closed. What, for good? And I thought I was like, "Oh, Maybe they maybe they hit it early on Thursday nights or something and the Sanford location's the one that's open till 11." And it's just no, no. There's no more snow monsters for Corey. Andy's is closed. Aww. You need to find new cocaine now. <sighs> I do. That's the worst fucking thing though, because when oh oh, sir, I know full well. Y- y- yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you, there should be some sort of like a grace period, and a lot of a lot of like restaurants do this, or a lot of places that you come to rely upon existing are like, look, we're gonna be out of here in like two weeks. We're sorry, but that's the end of the line. Get in while you can. Yeah. This one was just like like three days ago. I'm like looking at the neon and I'm like, come get you bitches Friday. And uh, and, then, and then I pass by there today and they're shut the fuck down. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, okay. Well, uh, maybe the neon's down. Okay. Well, maybe they just closed down early for tonight for some weird reason. Oh, there's paper up in the lobby. Maybe they're renovating. Oh, God. The fiberglass ice cream zone has been taken off the roof. <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> it's just just blindsided. Like they like they like just they abandoned the the location. Just once, I'd love to hit like some favorite place of mine when I on like the night that it's closing and there's no forewarning. Only the, like the staff knows. Like today's this is the last night for folks. Uh, get it? I'm like. Give me everything on the menu. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like a last hurrah. The pizza place that I live next to up in Old Town, the one that was open for like 60 years, they did that. 
they actually had like a uh, they had like their last night they had a going away party and for the for the month or the two weeks leading up to when they were going to close they had a huge ass banner outside saying after 60 years we're fucking off get your pie while you can <laughs> the banner actually said yeah that. <laughs> I don't know. It might have. It's, you know, Chicago, how they do. But that's the thing. And that's not the only time that's ever happened, too. There was that one burger dog joint that was up in Longwood. Same story. It was kind of one of those places that I came to rely upon. Like, if I had to go up there for whatever reason. And if it was Longwood, it wasn't a very good reason, usually. Um, But, well, no, they do have the bookstore. Um, And I would go up there and I'd see, all right, they're open. Time for a Chicago style. Sport peppers, relish, and a lot of processed meats. Get it. And, and then just one day, you know, I go there. I remember driving by it like sometime recently. Suddenly they're just closed. Nobody's there. Their Facebook page. Oh, their Facebook page updated. And this is what it said. Hey. The fact that it had a Facebook page, you should be grateful right there. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when I got home, I looked it up and the Facebook page said exactly this. Yeah, we closed today. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that is the absolute worst, especially if it's a place you absolutely love. Yeah. You just drive up it's like, Ugh. yeah, uh, this Cuban cafe is going to be here next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you you expect it's going to be there. I mean, it's 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 fine. I mean, we, we've got replacements. we got the burger place that's across the street. You know, the one I'm talking about, the regional chain. But the thing about this joint Burger was... Burger Or are you thinking of someplace else? Burger Fi, yeah. Okay. Um, but this place was just like, it did a lot of what Burger Fi did. The peanut cooked French fries, cut fresh from the spud. Uh, mm. there's, they're the only place, or they were the only place in Orlando that I can think about that did Chicago-style dogs. And their burgers were just as good if their patties were a little bit thicker. But they were cheaper, which is what made the difference. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. why I always <laughs> preferred to go there. Yeah. And then they abandoned me, Bob. God damn them. Let us talk about some WWE. Oh, God damn it. That shit was a boilerplated drama this week. Well, well, the, you say this week, uh-huh. and it's funny because... Let me see. I'm going to pull it up on our Twitter account. I posted a question a couple hours ago. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I'm gonna Let me read the tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Roman's tragic situation... Uh, the inept, god-awful promotion of the Evolution pay-per-view, and now Crown Jewel going ahead with Saudi Arabia, is this turning into the worst week ever for the WWE? 82% said yes. Certainly the most conflicted <laughs> week yeah, for the WWE. <laughs> Starting with Roman fans, yeah, to well, begin with. Not, not just Roman yeah, right fans. Right off the bat, on, on Monday, he comes out, yep, he drops the belt and says... Mm-hmm. I got leukemia. Yeah, I was. And, I was gonna. I wasn't gonna oof. stop at saying Roman fans though. Roman detractors. They're put in an interesting situation because you know half of wrestling is like you know getting a piece of the guy that you don't like to watch. Like ah, eh, Roman getting all these unearned pushes, blah blah blah, company man, etc. etc. What do you do at that point? Because I heard that when he uh, when he announced this live, this was live, right? It was the one of the oh, tape yeah, shows. It was, okay. Right off the bat on Monday night. And he lays the belt down. People were actually booing him and shit. And I'm like, No, I I watched it. Uh They were booing him as he came out. And from what I was told, just like you can count on one hand the amount of people who knew what was going on. The announcers didn't know because they were hyping him up for the pay-per-view match that he was part of. How did the announcers not know? They didn't tell anybody. 
they I don't know why, but they didn't want it getting out there before the show. Uh-huh. I guess because uh Michael Cole's sitting there at commentary is like, yeah, and he's part of the triple threat at Crown Royal or Crown Jewel, Crown whatever Jewel, the yeah. pay-per-view is. And he comes out and he says, Guys, I got leukemia. I'm done. Lays down the belt and Everyone who was booing him when he came out, they were cheering him. The, the entire, I think they were in Rhode Island. All of Rhode Island was chanting, thank you, Roman. So they, I mean, there were a couple of asshats saying, you still suck, Roman. Those are the guys I can't let life go. They, yeah, they, yeah, 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 that's that's leaning into your fandom. Like, wait, that's the... Mm. There are, there are words. <laughs> there are words that, that could be des- deployed to uh, to describe such people, but uh, I, I, I yeah, we know what they are. Yeah, it, uh, it it was bad taste out of, and it was thank God it was only just like a couple of people. It wasn't all these. I mean, I, I'm still recalling after WrestleMania here in Orlando mm-hmm. where he was booed for eight and a half minutes straight. Yeah. Man, it just it's so it's so weird because I was one of those guys. Like, I'm tired of seeing you, Roman. Yeah, he comes out and he throws the entire because now they've got not only uh this Crown Jewel pay-per-view, they've got to reschedule. Mm-hmm. They've got like shows weeks in advance. They got to schedule. They got to reschedule WrestleMania now. Because you're sure, I'm sure he was going to be part of the headline yeah, act. Because for that. D- despite your misgivings about the guy, they put a lot on him. Week to week, yeah. show to show, even. Oh, by the way, yeah. um, f- f- uh, fill in the un- uh, the uh, fill in the ignorant here, which is me. Um, sure. Does how am I going to put this without sounding like an absolute retard? Uh, does leukemia just happen? Well, <sighs> yeah, kind of. Yes, he suffered it back in 2008 when he was like 22 years old out of college no work no nothing got hit with leukemia and leukemia is blood cancer i think is the best way to put it it's threateningly fucking serious from everything i understand about it it is because normally uh, when you're talking uh, about like charitable organizations make a wish foundations and shit 82 percent of the time it's a kid with leukemia that wants to that wants Mickey Mouse to visit him or something nutso like that. Or John Cena. Yeah, I want to see Skeletor's bathroom. It's a kid with leukemia. Dollars to donuts every time. It's not always a fatal situation. I mean, a lot of times, especially today, they are able to uh, to knock it into remission, and that's what <laughs> happened with him. He was able to beat it down and and get through a like. It involves like chemotherapy, <laughs> blood transfusions, and other things like that. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can't wait are we live day. right now? Are we? Are, are we up? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God yeah. damn it! I just, it's too late I, now. I, you gotta I, do I it. Just, yeah. I, the, what? Here's the mental picture. I'm gonna describe it as best as I can, and then we're gonna go underneath the desk for like five minutes. Um. Roman, uh, Roman lying in bed, and John Cena visiting him, and it's a skit. Like the thing, the thing is a complete word, like the mankind Vince McMahon thing. <laughs> for Make a Wish, <laughs> we worked together for like ten years. I never actually got to see John Cena. <laughs> uh, oh my God, I suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and you know, go, if anyone's got a problem with what we're saying, uh, yeah. you got to joke about cancer because fuck cancer. <sighs> cancer sucks. Joke about it. Make fun of it. Yeah. Laugh in its face. Yeah, I know. It's it's fucking terrible. Um, and that's you know that's just what we were saying about people that were like giving him shit when he came out to the ring. And I don't know. Sometimes he because he was a McMahon project. That's pretty much uh, oh, universally yeah. known, right? And. McMahon's never met a work that he didn't like. I mean, Katie Vick, right? Oh, God. Mark Henry, and- Mae Young, all of that stuff. It wouldn't be... I mean, dude, uh, uh, what was the one guy's... Uh, Eugene. Eugene's pretty <laughs> dark territory. But especially when they tried to turn him into a heel, like, oh, shh. Ooh, that damn cannot be plugged up. But when when he came out and said and announced... First of all, whenever whenever a wrestler has uh, picks up the microphone, uh, a, a lot of disbelief, uh, a lot of disbelief tokens are spent. You know, at the, at that point at that point in the show, so people are getting ready to deal with some like uh, some like unfiltered bullshit. But to lay something that heavy down at people, like if I was more cynical or if I was twenty three and we were watching during the Attitude Era, I would have been like, oh, this is a complete, this is just. This is something that Vince Vince didn't know what to do with tonight's show, and he gave this to Roman, and Roman <laughs> ran with it because that's what he does. Like I'm not gonna I, be, uh, I'm not gonna. That be, was my first reaction when I saw yeah. it. I was like, "This is a work." And this, then the more it went work. on, I was like, "I think this is real." This is a work, and it's an incredibly bad taste because it's Vince fucking McMahon, and yeah. it turned oh, out to yeah. be legit. I would not put it past him in a heartbeat to yeah. do something like this in October during Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, th- so that really happened, um, and it's a, it's a terrible fucking thing because uh, B- a it happened. It's it's a it's a reality now. B, this dude worked through that for who knows how long, just to take that spot in front of a camera. And for years and years, we're sitting here looking at the guy and being like, <laughs> like that yeah. the whole time. Now, 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 here's the thing. Here's the, like the uh, the uh, arguable chilling effect that will occur from here on out. Anytime a wrestler goes heel, or anytime somebody gets like a moderate amount of like either real life or transferable heat or whatever, anything negative happening out on that out on that ring, you're gonna be like, oh, "Fuck, is this guy like a leper or something?" Because I don't want to. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to like be booing this guy. Yeah, Ziggler's a heel and stuff like that. But seriously, does he have AIDS? Because we, I need to know right now. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> does yeah. he have AIDS? <laughs> or something really fucking horrible. Uh, well, I mean these du- these dudes do have to go through. Intense screenings. Um, Apparently, that and I'm matter. pretty sure that once you're <laughs> even in remission, you have to like every six or twelve months have to get checked up. And they probably found something mm-hmm. at the end of last week. They took him off all the uh, the house shows for the weekend. Monday night, he comes out. It's like, sorry guys. All right, all right. Well, I, uh, you know these guys. Uh, you know that since a certain point of time, uh, WWE has been has been pretty good for. Uh, Taking staff off of uh, off of air and uh, giving them good uh, behind the house uh, jobs and such. I hope he does well. That really fucking sucks. Yeah, it, it does. I I would actually see this as a really good opportunity mm-hmm. to let him like conquer all this 
that he's going through, come back, completely ditch the mm-hmm. Roman Reigns character, and come back as Joe Ananoi, mm-hmm. and just like completely repackage him as yeah. a whole new character. I think that would like it would what, first back when he comes back, he's going to have the loudest, thunderous, most uh, noteworthy applause. Oh yeah, it, it's it's going to smoke the Hardy's return uh, pop. That's uh, I, I'm willing to put a little bit of money on that. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that bet. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But um, hey, he finally gets to meet yeah. John Cena, though. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> he just all I saw was a hat flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pair of jams and armbands and a t-shirt. I never knew who I was talking to. I was like, oh shit, I heard of you. Then I worked with you for like 10 years. It's so weird. I thought you were a specter this whole time. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right, so Crown Jewel, if you've been living under a rock, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail, but we're recording this on uh, Thursday night and Thursday earlier this morning, they announced that despite all the negativity going on, the news and everything mm-hmm. that's going on with Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, we're still putting on the show next Friday. So whatever happened with the greatest uh, Royal Rumble didn't really uh, teach anybody any lessons. There was uh, no takeaway from that whatsoever, and they're just going to go ahead and power through it. And the weird thing is uh, the greatest Royal Rumble was mm-hmm. won by Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. They gave him a, a weird-looking green belt. We haven't seen that since. They gave him a giant trophy. Haven't seen that since. It was the greatest and, Royal Rumble. It wasn't the greatest belt, though. Well, it was by far... It was... Well, I don't know. It, like, some people thought, oh, that's a really cool belt. Yeah, if you're a leprechaun, that thing's awesome. <laughs> Maybe they'll turn it into... It was s- made out of Kermit the Frog's skin. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just... Sorry. What, Frank. too dark? <laughs> For for some reason, that hit me a lot harder than it ought to have. I'm like, oh, no, Kermit. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. That's... No. I'm uh, I'm upset now. No. Maybe they'll see well, that... don't be because they're holding another stupid tournament contest that's not going to mean anything for the winner anyway. Yeah. Maybe they'll save the greatest Royal Rumble belt for, like, a St. Patrick's Day-oriented kind of a promotion. That'd be pretty cool. But here's the thing. Uh, what was the what was the big controversy with the last uh, the last greatest Royal Rumble? Was that they wouldn't let any of the uh, the women uh, compete? Correct. On because the show. it's Saudi Arabia and they hate women, apparently. Uh, that yes. Um, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of uh, political sandpaper that I don't want to rub there uh, at the moment. But uh, yeah, as it pertains to that one issue, pretty much accurate. What was the deal this time? Uh, this time around, what with uh, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, with the crown. I keep wanting to say crown royal because... Yeah, so do I, but I've, <laughs> I've, I've stopped myself a few times. I'm typing it out. All right, the crown royal. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. No, crown jewel. Crown jewel? Yeah. Over in England, those are nads. <laughs> yeah. Or crown jewels. Crown royal, however, is always my bag. The purple one. Get there it? it yeah. Yeah. You put your dice in it afterwards. <laughs> it's a dice bag! Exactly. Some anyway, people uh, know. D- do you really not know this situation? Mm-mm. Okay, there is a, um, I want to say a, a, a Wall Street journalist, uh, a Wall Street uh, newspaper journalist. Oh! Who was... I know that, that situation. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. Uh, it has come out that the guy is dead now. Oh um, well, yeah. <laughs> dead at the hands of the Saudi the Saudis. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's getting a lot of bad press, uh, lots of... Oh, gee whiz, I wonder fucking why. This is only like 100% Robert Anton Wilson conspiracy nut bullshit, except it's real fucking life. You don't expect that sort of... That sort of a scenario to like become... Uh, to, well, to become manifest, A, and B, to make its way out. It, it seems to be getting worse every day, and Vince is just sitting there like, nope, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Screw it. And the weird thing is, Linda McMahon is on Trump's cabinet, mm-hmm. and they have an elected official going over there, mm-hmm. Glenn Jacobs, <laughs> who is the mayor of whatever county in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going over there. It's uh-huh. like, oh, wow, you're really playing with fire. Oh, uh, Cena and Daniel Bryan have said, we're not going. No, screw this. We ain't. We don't want anything to do with this. There's a couple of people in the locker room that maybe have some mild concerns about going over to a country that apparently is pretty much fucking okay with taking uh, taking iconic personages from, you know, uh, uh, foreign countries and uh, making examples out of them. What are you? Are you thinking of like in the the performer's safety? Yes, <laughs> I absolutely. I think the the situation that they're in, uh huh, the perform the, the wrestlers, I think they're probably the safest people on earth. They're because they're going to be in the limelight. They're going to be in front of cameras. They're probably going to have armed guards around them the whole time. I think when it comes to to safety that it's going to be utmost in the 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 very top that Saudi Arabia has to offer uh it, on far as far as like a uh, a PR standpoint uh-huh. different issue right there well yeah as far as uh, as far as public relations goes the whole thing's a goddamn diarrhea squall but as far as their uh their security detail goes McMahon better be spending his fattest fucking stacks on that resource. Oh, he's not spending a dime. It's this uh, Saudi prince who's paying, bankrolling everything. He's he's stuck in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. He has asked, uh, what was it? The last, uh, the greatest uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. He asked if a couple of particular performers could show up. Uh, some of these names included Bret Hart, uh, Hulk Hogan, Yokozuna, and the Ultimate Warrior. Hmm. Well, two of those guys are dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. This uh, this is statistically uh, verifiable. Yeah. Uh, so not on the the hottest of trends. This guy apparently. This isn't really uh, it's not it's not giving me a whole lot of enticement to really uh, get in on what's up in uh, recent wrestling. So. Well, I'm gonna say at least we have NXT. <laughs> yeah. That has been fucking stellar. Like so good. Now that's a shock. So freaking good. That's a shock to me because for a pretty long time NXT, except for like a couple of notables, like um, now Oscar uh, came to the main roster a little while ago, but like uh, Ember Moon and uh, Kyrie Sane and such, there hasn't been a whole lot, at least in terms of oh, and uh, the former DIY. I guess they're still actually on NXT somehow. I thought they got pulled up a long time ago, but that's not the case. No, they. Wow, you're way behind. I'm way behind and all mixed up. So set okay. it, set the record straight. DIY broke up uh, about two years ago. Got that. Uh, Good match. Yeah, and 
and uh, Ciampa and Gargano have been fighting over the belt for the last. I think they the last takeover they fought mm-hmm. for the title. Yeah. Because and it, it looks like they're gearing up again. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to do it this time around. They still have a, another uh, set of tapings to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's right. And I have tickets to the next one in November. Oh, sure. <laughs> when the hell is this? November 28th. 28th. That's a Wednesday? Sorry, YouTube, but this takes priority. Hang on a sec. November 28th. Uh... Oh, I have uh, I have some good news. I'm working. All right, so yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, there's time we can we can work it out. If not, hey, I got a free ticket. If anybody <laughs> wants it, good. You to might go have to NXT show. Take him up on that. It uh, it might be wise, and it'll definitely be a good time. And that's going to be the it's, that's going to be like the big uh, Champa Gargano head to head. No, this is going to be for the the uh, the full sale tapings that they do. Where they tape like four, like a whole month's worth of episodes at once. It's not Takeover. Okay, all right. No, 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 no. That I don't know where Takeover is for uh, November, but I think these are going to be the set of tapings following Takeover. Oh, okay. All right. Well, oh, probably the yeah, because it's going to be in late November. They're going to do the tapings for the rest of the year mm-hmm. at this show. Well, it gives uh, gives some people that uh, are kind of like soured on the whole main line or the main product something to look forward to. Because I would be as un- I was be I would be as uncomfortable as hell as going to one of those shows preceding like any of what's going on overseas. That that just uh, there's a stink about it that I don't really even want to confront. Yeah, it, it's yeah. so messy right now. It's <laughs> good yeah. God. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on aisles 7, 8, 9, and 15 for some reason. There's just got to be a better way to make that box office bank. I mean, uh, so we're going to put your lives in danger, you know, arguably, a little bit. But give these people the best show you can give them. All right. Some asshole shows up with a laser pointer, just starts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's wrestling. What the fuck else has been going on? I don't know. There have been- All right, yeah, let, let's get off of WWE. It's yeah. a whole mess right now. As a matter of fact, give me like about a minute or two. I'm going to get some water, and I'll be right back. All right. We're going to take a little... We're going to take a little break. Listen to some friends of ours. Hey, everyone. This is Toph, host of Gravity Beard, a podcast featuring interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics. In each episode, I'll either interview a special guest, or we'll convene our typical Algonquin roundtable of brilliant minds. Occasionally, we'll even be joined by the host of one of your other favorite podcasts. Then every other week, my buddy Adam stops by for an installment of This Week Today. Whatever we do each week, we promise you'll be entertained. You can find Gravity Beard on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else quality podcasts are sold. And you can always find us and other indie pods in the Underdog Podcast community on Facebook. We're also a member of the Podfix Network. Come check us out. Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Yo, when the hell's uh when the hell's RDR2 supposed to drop? Tonight. Oh, that's like immediately? Like probably in 10 minutes. Woo! Drop. People going to be calling Why, do out. Do we need to, to wrap this up in 10 minutes? No. No, no. I still haven't played the first one. Because like an asshole, yeah. Well, here's the thing. You still have your PS3 hooked up, right? Yes. All right. The Game of the Year edition is pretty accessible. You can get it on Amazon for like $23. 
that's probably what I'm going to be doing because the reason I hadn't played the first Redemption, I'm saying the first Redemption, not the first Red Dead game. That's another rant that will ensue in about uh, six or so minutes. Um, is because I kept waiting for it to come to PC. Now, I know the people were like getting in on doing mods and such, and it was open world. So I was like, you know what? Shit, this is like a Western, this is a Western Elder Scrolls. All right. But whenever there's an open world game like that, that people are like gung-ho about modding up, man, that's like, for me, it's got to be a PC affair only or bust. Especially since it's like a lot of it is precision shooting and such, even though most of it's in third person. But I'm a PC snob gamer like that. So I ended up losing out for like I don't know how many fucking years. Here's what's going to happen. I got, a, uh, I, got a, I got a little bit of a backlog to go through for October. We'll talk about that in a little bit too. Um, and as soon as I cap off the last game on that list, I'm putting an order to Amazon. I got a gift card from work. Again. Because people are really nice to me. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and get that shipped in and start in on that in earnest. So we can finally get that. I can finally die a happy man. Uh, oh, did you ever get to finish Shimonetta, by the way? Or did you stop after the first episode? Finish what? Shimonetta. You know, the um, a world where dirty jokes are not allowed. That one? No, I, I've gotten a couple more episodes in. Oh, did- <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Alright, yeah, that's 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 one of my favorites out of the... Uh, it's not one of the best, but it's one of my favorites out of the last couple of years. So that is, a, that is a series I am definitely savoring each episode. I am not going to just binge my way through that sucker. I'm like, okay. Yeah. There's episode four. <laughs> I, I think I need to call my mom or something. You gotta have a cool down period after Shimonetta. And that makes sense. Because, you know, it's an entertaining show, but A, you can't describe it to people, and B, you're not selling anybody on it unless you know for goddamn sure. Like, if I had known you a year less than we have known each other, I might not have told you about it. Fair enough. Yeah. It's that kind of a show. It is. It's very much that kind. Well, you make your way through that. Um... You might want to try giving, what is that, the Kakagurui afterwards? Because that's, like, just as uncomfortable to watch. Oh, perfect. And if you make your way through that, well, we'll see. We'll see how much your shit can take. Or what the fuck were we talking about before uh, fucking weeb trash popped up? Um, uh, I don't know, but let's stick in TV. Yeah. Let's stick in TV. Iron Fist is dead. So, what, huh, what? Iron Fist. Done. Iron Netflix Fist is said, out. get the fuck out. Yeah, that wasn't a surprise. Although I've heard from a lot of people that the second season was considerably better than the first, but that's getting kicked in the nuts. Definitely better than having a car battery attached to them. The car, I like it. The car battery is season that. one. All right. So yeah. Iron, but Iron Fist didn't have the traffic, so yeah, it was going to get <laughs> Now the shocker was Luke Cage getting canned afterwards. Yeah, I thought people really liked that. Both mm-hmm. viewers and critics were were all over Luke Cage. Yeah, it had some iffy moments, but for the most part, it's the series. Like for me, it had a lot of that. Uh, it had a lot of that seri- uh, that seventies era uh, crime show charm going for it, and it kept making references to like classic crime fiction too. And Coulter was fucking awesome as Cage, and uh, even the second season had a lot, had like a lot of cameos to like draw uh, viewers from. You know the other Marvel properties, in. but that was like mine. If I if I had to like pick out my identifying show from like the four 
that Netflix had, uh, from the five, I guess, that Netflix uh, had been uh, working on. Surprisingly, it was not The Punisher. It was Luke Cage. I was digging the shit out of that show. And then that yeah, got, it was that, a great, great series. And that got the axe too. But now here's the thing: there's word going around now that, weirdly enough, uh, Jessica Jones, after a pretty well received second season, which I haven't seen yet, and Daredevil season three being really well received and a lot of people watching it, that they're talking about axing those two shows. But the Punisher has already been ordered for a second and a third season. I know none of this makes any sense. It's like mommy and daddy are fighting, but it's a locked room mystery. What the hell's happening over there? Like Netflix and Disney, they're just they're they're bashing their heads against each other. And I gotta yeah. chime in that uh, Toby is now on. He's saying he loved Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that was one of g- his favorite songs was found in Luke Cage season one. <laughs> I did that. the same fucking thing. I started putting together a soundtrack just because of what, including including the Cornell Stokes stuff. And, and and if there's one thing I can say about season two is that the loss of Copperhead was felt throughout the entire thing. Like Bushmaster, you can do only so much with that guy because because he was, I mean, old Luke Cage stuff is super duper niche, and a lot of it doesn't update well. But fucking a, uh, Marcel Ali, uh, his presence is more than noticeable. It felt like a piece of the show was removed. But a lot of even his uh, even his solos on the uh, on the old um, uh, the Fender Rhodes the keyboards those really quiet scenes where all you can hear is just like you know the dulcet uh, the dulcet notes of the instrument. I had to get those too, and that shit was added immediately to my playlist. Oh, you're talking like the score of the show. The score of the show, the soundtrack. Yeah, I did the exact same fucking thing. Luke Cage, the argument could be made, especially if it was like an administrative level uh, drama happening, because apparently the showrunner was having some back and forth with the people at Netflix, the Netflix were having some pe- uh, some back and forth with the people at Disney, and blah, 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 and considering the budget that those, uh, those shows typically demand, <laughs> which you wouldn't know from the first season of Iron Fist, yeah. um, and they just decided to like uh, go ahead and throw the baby out with bathwater and say, fuck it, we're done. You know what this is going to do? It's just going to move... It's going to have uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage team up, be heroes for hire, yeah. and move over to the Disney yeah. well, streaming it's, service. It's going to bridge over to that. That's the going theory, isn't it? That Disney's kind That's of... That's what like, I can get behind. Disney's kind of like strong-arming Netflix in order to bring these properties home and be like, no, we want you on our shit. So... That's the going theory. And hey, whatever the fuck gets Simone Messick back on the airwaves, I don't care. Do whatever it fucking takes. Um, <laughs> not that I have like too much of a horse in that race. <clears throat> um, but <laughs> here's... <laughs> Frau Blucher? <laughs> um, but here's my question Netflix uh, how, uh, what are the details of Netflix's contract uh, with Disney like do they still get to keep the uh, do they still keep the you know the reruns or the backlog or whatever the hell you want to call it for these shows because they still hype them up pretty well they definitely get the broadcasting rights mm-hmm. so once they cancel it I guess your question is like, how long does Netflix have the rights to re-air like all these things they've canceled? Yeah, I don't know. I would imagine at some point, especially once Disney starts up their own streaming service, mm-hmm. they're going to say, "Okay, uh, that shit's ours. We're taking it back now." They might have to buy it back from them because Netflix still put up the capital. That might be true, mm-hmm. but I don't expect Netflix would put up too much of a price tag on it. It's like. Iron Fist, uh, no one's watching that. Yeah, you can buy that back for 
10 cents on the dollar or okay. something like that. Uh, yeah, Iron Fist is a foregone conclusion, granted. But still, Daredevil was still getting numbers for these guys. That's true. So yeah. was Jessica Jones yeah. pulling in big. Although we don't really know because Netflix does not release their numbers. Yeah. That's the other mystery. Yeah, it's not like Nielsen Diaries, is it? Um, and it's, and, the, and then there's like one fifth X factor that nobody seems to be talking about is what the hell happens to the Punisher. That's going to be an interesting one. Uh, that's one I can imagine Disney's going to want to pay for. They, they'll want that back eventually. Oh, shit. They're going to have to cut off like a foot for that one because that wasn't part of the original deal. That was Netflix saying, yo, there's interest. Let's make it happen. Remember, the deal was for the original four shows plus Defenders. Yeah. It's going to be this similar as the uh, the other four Defender characters where yeah, Disney, Marvel still owns the rights, but at some point... They'll probably have to buy the broadcasting back from Netflix, or they'll just leave it on there. It's like, all right, here's some whole new stuff. All well, we Netflix got the old shit you've already seen. Here's the new stuff over here now. All right, uh, Toby posted this one question. Uh-huh. We'll touch on real quick, and then there's some other stuff we want we want to get on. Yeah. Uh, what other Marvel properties do you think Disney could make into a new show that hasn't been rumored yet? I'd like to see Thunderbolts. Yes, it it's a Suicide Squad ripoff. I want it. What do you want? I, was, I don't know. I don't know. Thunderbolts is a little bit more black ops than Suicide Squad was. Because that's criminals. Also, the Thunderbolts uh, formed that team willingly. Because it was kind of like, um, not black ops, I want to say a sting op sort of a thing. They were trying to, they were trying to destabilize the Avengers organization. Correct me if I'm wrong. At least in the initial, the Kurt Busiek team. But that would be a good show. Regardless, I don't know. I know that this has technically been rumored, but I still keep wanting it to happen. I want the I want the damage control thing to uh, to oh to yeah, I'm with you manifest. on that one. Yeah. Yes, because, damage control. Because what would be great about that is that they could not only like uh, well, a it could be like a comedy action sort of thing, but b they could start delving into like the C list of the Marvel universe, which is what I kept waiting for Agents of Shield to do, and except Ugh. for the uh, except for the Ghost Rider season, they just didn't have the, they just didn't have the spine for for whatever. You know, for whatever what happened that last year. I mean, we could go on for hours about this, but that last year was so god awful. I don't know. I the one character that was Star Lord, but not Star Lord, and they're in space, but they were already in space before, and it was just. I mean, you had a freaking Ghost Rider. <laughs> That's a freaking home run what you guys did oh, there. No, no, no. Keep going with See, it. See, here's the thing. If you were like a fan of Marvel in the 90s, that fourth season was like a fucking buffet for you. Uh, if there's like one series I would love to see Netflix pick up mm-hmm. or whatever Disney st- service, whatever. I want to see after uh, Infinity War mm-hmm. is all over with. Yeah. I want to see the Infinity Watch. Infinity Watch? I know that's like stereotypical Bob, but goddammit, I would love to see Gamora pip the troll and you can change it around a little bit it probably wouldn't be drax if yeah. <laughs> batista i was gonna say drax and gamora they're gonna have to be they're gonna have to be left on the uh, sidelines for that one because they're not imagine like the per episode take home they would they would probably ask for yeah i mean they they can mix it around throw in cosmo for crying out loud That'd give him great. the mind gem That'd howard, be awesome. maybe i'd like to do Ooh. i'd like to do a howard the duck show but that would be difficult that I would think. be that would be a big risk. Yeah, it, it starts out high concept and just gets more uh, just gets more cumbersome from there. But it would have to be uh, it would have to be sitcom style. And honestly, in terms of tone, it would probably be a lot like the uh, damage control pitch would be anyway. So, okay, real quick, huh? If you put 
Howard the Duck in the Infinity Watch. I think my mind just broke a little bit saying that. <laughs> what gem do you give him? Uh, Howard? Yeah. Uh, soul gem? It would have to be the soul gem. You can't give him... That's Adams. You can't give him Oh, that's Adam. Adams? Well, pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I thought... Well, who? Well, okay, which one did the Vision have? Remind me. Uh, Vision had uh, Mind Gem. Yeah, the Mind Gem. Could do the Mind Gem. That's a Vision, though. See, here's the thing. God damn it. Um, the th- yeah, I keep forgetting. You got to think of MCU, not the yeah, comics. Yeah, not the comics. The MCAU has a pretty limited palette of characters to pick from because of, like... The, because of the broke-ass lattice work of uh, rights distribution and stuff that Marvel's gotten themselves into over the last 20 years and whatever else. They're getting it back. I mean, there's only like a few characters they don't have now. Oh, piece by piece, yeah. And, you know, how many other entities had to topple over in order to make that happen? Quite um, a few. Quite a few, yeah. Um, God, that's a tough question. All right. I would say the most appropriate, since we can't give Howard the Soul Gem, uh, would probably be the Mind Gem because of the old uh, autodidact, you know, streetwise philosopher sort of thing that he's got going on. Um, aside from that, we've got time, power, space. Reality. 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 That would be a good one. Oh, God. I can only imagine him warping reality. No, because he's trapped in a world he never made. Who better to guard a gem that governs reality than him. I think you're on to something. Yeah. Let's go with that. Sure. I'll drink to that shit. <laughs> That's what's going on in the Marvel Universe. Uh, and we were talking about Hill House earlier, and I just kind of want to know, do you have like any sort of like a Halloween uh, ritual or a chain of rituals? Because you know that I like take this month incredibly seriously. Perhaps probably oh, too yeah. seriously. Um, you know, ever since I had kids... It's basically Halloween's coming. Okay, let's get the the costumes ready. That kind of deal. And then you take them out, and the, you go make the score, and then you make sure that they don't eat too much shit that night. Or I eat too much of their or shit. Eat too much of their shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that that's the awesome thing about being yeah. a parent. It's like, all right, guys, we're going out in the neighborhood. Daddy, I'm tired. Shut up. Keep moving. <laughs> I want to go home. It's only nine. I want to be in a coma before I'm supposed to be asleep. Four more houses. Yeah. On two more streets. <laughs> but you get your steps in. That's for damn sure. And via that, you have earned your justification to stuff yourself with like five full-size Snickers. <laughs> I, I'm a scavenger, man. Mm-hmm. I really am. They We pour everything into a bowl. It's like, all right, that's crap. That's crap. That's crap. Ooh, Kit Kat. Ooh. But you find, oh, okay, what's the stuff that you discard? I have to know this. Uh, like uh, bubble gum, the, 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 the brand that's wrapped up in a... The double, the double bubble. Is that it? Double? Yeah, I think that's it, double bubble. The shit that you can, you can usually get in, like, bolt-sized buckets, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're welcome to it. It's mm-hmm. all theirs. Nice. I don't want anything to do with well, it. I know where to get my double bubble fix this year. And the spree fix, if because uh, that always happens every single year. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna withhold the spree seriously? They're not gonna touch that stuff. Really? They're, my kids are weird. Yeah. Spree is fruited cake. Why would they not touch spree? What are you doing to your children, Bob? Wait, it's never not mind. What I'm doing. I'm just hold up. I'm just shooting myself in the foot. Yes, keep them away from the these spree. schools these days. They're 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 teaching anti spree propaganda. And they're right. Spree is the fruit of the devil. Uh, keep it, uh, keep it uh, uh, under lock and key, and you know, 
give it to me when I come by. <laughs> All right. All right. That would be a really good question for everybody to go on our Twitter account and tell us, like, what's your favorite Halloween candy? I know immediately which shit I ditch as soon as I get home. And, oh, ditch. Yeah. And this is hard ditch. It goes right in the bin. I don't bargain. It, it, I don't. Is it going to be stereotypical stuff like candy corn? Eh, I don't know. Candy corn is kind of like a, it's, it's a Halloween staple. And it's disgusting. I'm not going to pretend it's otherwise. But uh, sometimes, I don't know. The taste of Halloween is wax. And uh, I kind of keep it around just for ceremony's sake. No, the stuff that hits the bin immediately was like, the caramel with that weird white creamy shit in the middle of it that's wrapped oh, in the wax paper. Oh. Fucking field goal that shit right away. Um, oh, I, I instantly like memory taste it. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. uh, I don't throw pennies away because I'm a miser. But I do at the same time recognize that when a person gives you a penny, it's a tithe that they're paying for their seat on the bus to hell. So, um, <laughs> so you know, fuck those people anyway. That's... Uh, Martha, we got no candy, and the kids are at the door. Mm-hmm. Give them some pennies. They love pennies. <laughs> no, Martha. You like my old couple? <laughs> I do. It's it's accurate enough. I mean, it's Southwest Florida style. I haven't met any old people up here like that. But there's definitely a bit of... Uh, I can relate to it, yes. Um, old people. That's going to be me in ten years. <laughs> yeah. Just don't give Except out... For I'm going to give out dollar bills, goddammit. Good. Do, a, do, do the kids that favor. So pennies, yeah, they get kept, but, uh, you know, the intent is recognized and definitely acknowledged. Um, God, what the hell else hits the bin? Candy apples, because what the fuck, man? Nobody's going to eat those. Who gives out candy apples? (laughs) That's just, no, that's, even if, even if they, like, bent over backwards to make the best shit you can put on a tin tray. Urban legends have already done the PR for that particular tree. It's going right in the bag. I, I mean, right in the bucket. Even if it's my neighbor, who I trust more than any other one, anyone else in my neighborhood, yeah. he holds out a stick with an apple with candy on mm-hmm. it. I'm going to be like, Michael, come on, we're leaving. Come on. No, 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 we're going. <laughs> I'm not putting razors in it. I, it doesn't matter. Look at it. Just look and tell me that you would eat that. Although I will say that if you drop that in the candy bag, as soon you just pull it out by the stick and all the candy is sticking to it. That is true. It's kind of like a metal detector, isn't it? A <laughs> metal, <laughs> a magnet in the or like one of, of those like woolly woolly magnets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, candy apples are out. What else? What else is on the candy blacklist for Halloween? Um, let's see, like uh, I'm not too big in chocolate mint. Oh, I'm fine with chocolate mints. Uh, junior mints. Oh, especially people like give out boxes of junior mints. That shit goes right in my face. Wah. All right, hey, since we're talking about Halloween, good segue right here. All right, what, what's up? So this is something that they claim that they've been planning for a while. I think it's just happy coincidence, and they're like, let's run with this son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Next year's Simpsons Treehouse Horror, Treehouse of Horror Mm -hmm. 30 will be the Simpsons 666th episode. Okay. Oh, so that's set in stone. Okay. Because for a while, I don't know if it was you that told me or if I read it somewhere. People were like, we don't know if the Simpsons is going to be, it's probably going to be renewed. It's very likely. But... Oh, yeah, that, that was yeah. my favorite part of the headline. If it gets renewed, really? <laughs> You've been on for 30 fucking years. You you, I, you guys get to call the shots when you're done. Yeah, yes. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, but you had brought up like something earlier on Slack uh, that I thought was a pretty good question. I thought that 
666 episodes. Uh-huh. Treehouse of Horror 30. Mm-hmm. I think that is like the, the perfect mic drop to just end the series. All right. Boom. We're done. And you think. That's it. So your idea is that that should be the Simpsons coda. I know it won't be, uh-huh. but man, that would just be perfect if they just did that one episode and they were done. So, yeah. Because it shows like how funny it is. Uh-huh. It shows the length of time they've been on. I think it, it's a really good opportunity to just end the series, although I know it, It's won't. already a television legend, so there's not a whole lot for them left to prove. Right. Yeah. And it just, it had me thinking like, what's, what, what would be your um, ideal way for The Simpsons to end? I don't know. It come would to suck. an end. The thing, the, I don't write The Simpsons. And the people that do are way more fucking talented than me. But the thing is, is because, I don't know, my, my sense of humor, uh, I believe that uh, my sense of humor is developed in very much of a nurture over nature sort of a uh, sort of a trajectory. Um, I think it would end a lot like uh, Seinfeld ended. Now, that was a controversial ending for the time. And I think a lot of people are still kind of like hurting over that. But I thought it was perfectly. You mean like end, end with a whimper kind of deal? No, it ended. Or, it ended in a way that displeased a shit ton of people, uh, because they wound up in jail. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that episode. It was a whole spectacle. Mm-hmm. And people lost their minds over it because they're like, "That's not how you end a sitcom." No, you end it with Sam Malone walking out of the bar and staying in Boston. That's that's what you do for fuck's sake. What are you, what's happened, Larry David? And it's like, of course, now we know it's like Larry David being Larry fucking David and saying, like, yeah, I'm old and yid, but fuck you, punk as fuck. Because we're recognizing that now. <laughs> after uh, after X many seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm, you realize that you're dealing with a brain that's got a lit fuse attached to it. Um, I think it would do something close to where, like, uh, it would be a normal episode, and then the end of it would be a cliffhanger. And I'm pretty sure it would be like an outrageous Excel saga style cliffhanger where like every every single member of the family of the Simpsons is like massacred somehow. And Ooh. we never see like we never see denouement. We never see like a dream sequence or anything follow up that shit or Springfield explodes. Now, here's the thing. Those are two completely unoriginal ideas, which is why I'm saying, you know, I'm just going to leave it up to the Simpsons writers. And I hope that Schwarzelder is the guy that sends them up the river sticks. But if it was me and because you asked me, that's how it would end. It would end definitively and with a big ass fucking explanation point. How do you like them apples? So many people have different opinions about how the Simpsons should end if it ever does end. Yeah. That could be the funniest thing. It could go another 10 years. We don't know. Yeah. They'll they'll just replace the voice actors once they start dying from old age. I've been doing Homer's voice for since 1989. Let me die already. Yeah. He's going to be doing Grandpa's voice pretty soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guess who's not getting any younger? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that shows audience and oh god damn the people that do the voices of the family the principal characters in the simpsons like what are they up to now at least one of them has got to be like 70 years old like where where harry shear and hank azaria at because when they started they were middle age hell how old is matt graining at this point uh matt graining i'm actually convinced is not actually from this planet i'm i i yeah I think he's a clayborn. Uh, he's a clayborn like a uh, golem sprung from like the roots of uh, <laughs> sprung from the roots of like international mythology itself. 
he needs to be beheaded in order to die. Yeah, he was just masquerading as an independent comic strip creator for a long time until The Simpsons happened, and that's when he took his uh, that's when he took his opportunity. What's in this whiskey? <laughs> Good shit. Yeah. All right, let's uh, oh. let's get close to wrapping this up. Lithium. That's what's in it. Oh, <laughs> the, only the the finest of mercuries. <laughs> the finest to be scraped off of a hobo's boots. Um. <laughs> Uh, let me pull up something I had written earlier. Uh, where... You know what? I can't find it, so I'm just gonna go on the fly. Wing the shit out of it. Wing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw what probably was what will go down as one of the greatest Doctor Who episodes of all time. Which I, got, I need to get caught up on. And I need to see... The finale from 12, too. So there's a lot of uh, sandwiching to be done. Whatever worries I had about this particular season Mm -hmm. because of a a new who and a new writer, showrunner and all that, Mm -hmm. uh, those myths have been blown out of the water. Mm -hmm. First off, uh, Jodie Whittaker has been phenomenal. She's been wonderful as Doctor Who. Uh, Have you seen anything that she's done for Who yet? For who? No, but no. she's the real fucking deal. Uh, like yeah. like her stuff in Black Mirror and uh, Broadchurch, uh, it left an impact. So yeah, <laughs> they uh, they basically took the personalities of how can I best describe this? Probably like uh, uh, you could see a lot of Tennant in her. You could see a lot of Smith in her. Mm-hmm. And at times, not a lot of Capaldi, but at times you see it there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Capaldi reference thing. Or mentioned. No, there it is. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> She's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. And what I was really worried about, at, like the first two episodes, or at least on the very first episode, I thought, oh, they're going to make a, a, a big deal about her being a woman. Nope. There's like one comment, two comments. I figured if there were any comments to be made, it would have been from the doctor herself. Because, you know, they usually re- refer to something that has changed. But I know that they're probably going to subvert that in the first episode by being like, oh, my God, my toes are a little bit longer. Instead of, oh, this is a major overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't go that far yeah. because, you know, it's a family show and all that. Right. It's just, I think a character called her ma'am and she's like, me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that was that was as far as they went, as far as um, mm-hmm. as far as like, hey, she's a woman now that. They didn't go any further than that, and that's perfect. Yeah, because if you've spent the last whatever thousand years as a you know as a dude, yeah, suddenly there's that going, we know of. Yeah, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a transitional period that you're probably gonna have to go through, and at times you're gonna forget, you know, until it's really hot outside. Then you're like, what's this? Oh, right. Yeah, that was uh, episode one where they established like they. Reestablished everything. They showed the the new Sonic screwdriver, which I actually loved how they they introduced it. Mm-hmm. Without me spoiling it for you and anybody else who hasn't seen it yet, the the way they introduced it is like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. I heard that she made it herself. Is what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's the sh- the cliff notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she made it herself instead of the TARDIS making it again. Right, which usually happens, just spits it out. I was like, yeah. oh, look, I got a new one because it's a new season. Yeah, like and is this an agreement between the TARDIS manufacturers and whoever makes a sonic screwdriver? That's kind of unusual. But apparently <laughs> corporate entities don't exist on uh, Gallifrey, so hey. That we know of. Maybe they do. Hardware for the people. <laughs> just go down to your local Ace and get parts for a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Well, Amy made a sonic probe, 
People forget about that. She actually made her own damn sonic screwdriver in that one episode where she was like, uh, she was like marooned for like thirty like years, 30 or years or so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. I did forget about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could just buy sonic kits over Radio Shack. Is all we're really trying to get at here. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of go back in time to find a Radio Shack. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, episode two was kind of a throwaway. It was. It was. It continued the story. Mm-hmm. What I just saw was episode three, and I'm not going to spoil anything that wasn't in the trailer. They meet Rosa Parks, and oh my god, that episode was, it was so freaking, do I want to use the word powerful? You can use the word powerful, please don't use the word preachy, because whenever social activism comes up in narratives, the one thing that a lot of people don't seem to fucking grasp is that nobody wants to be just, nobody wants to be reminded of how much everybody sucks when you're trying to tell a story. Right. And this episode was definitely not preachy at all. Okay, good. Th- this was like, hey, this is th- holding up a mirror. This is what you were in 1955, mm-hmm. I think it was. And wow, it was, obviously it was before our time, mm-hmm. but, and we know everything about what happened down there since grew up in the, grow up in the South. Right. But still, holy God, it's just so... It, it, it's such a mind fuck to, th- to think about it for more than a few seconds. And at the same time, you're being entertained while this story is being told. The thing about the thing about Chibnall is that uh, I hope I'm saying his last name right. The guy is he's pretty concise with the way he lay, with the way he lays out a page. Now I'm going to refer to Broadchurch again, which is which is funny because like that's like one of the most downer ass shows I think I've ever seen. But I kept going back for each episode and. The one thing that I was kind of afraid about with New Who and him being the showrunner is that things were going to get super heavy from time to time. And I was like, ah, okay, we have dealt with this every once in a while. There's a lot of moralizing that goes on in Doctor Who, but it's usually put forth in a way that doesn't, it doesn't point the finger at the audience, which is something that happens a fuckload nowadays with other stuff, you know? Like, Russell T. Davies is really good about that. Moffat kind of took a back seat to moralizing, unfortunately, which uh, it's not like he, he was a shit writer, but he didn't he was he wasn't big on challenging himself or challenging his audience. Moffat was Moffat was the best when he was writing for himself, not for other people. And that's unfortunate because he took a lot of shortcuts when he felt like he had to get stuff done, you know, um, but Chibnall, I was like, all right, well, I know I know this is I know this guy's going to going to create a great show. Is it going to, like, exhaust people? Am I going to go to bed feeling like shit after I saw, like, one or two episodes? Nah, that's not a, that's not fair. It, but is it going to ask more out of me than, like, past two has done? And it's like, I, I, from what, from all accounts and everything that I've heard, at least what stuff that you've told me, that's not the case whatsoever. If this season keeps progressing the way it is, I think it's going to rival season nine. Which, uh, if you know me, that's saying an awful lot. No, yeah, nine was goddamn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like the uh, like the the, the two parter war. Uh, what was it? Uh, invasion of the Z- the Zygon invasion and the Zygon inversion. You're mm-hmm. not going to get much better than that. And whenever people bag on Moffat, usually, well, hey, I bring up the stuff that he wrote for uh, uh, for during the Davies era, which is like you know those episodes that you usually talk about being the best from the Davies era. Well, Moffat wrote those, so you know. Was Listen in season nine? Uh, Listen was season eight, and that was still pretty good. That was a little wonk though, because that was when uh, that was when his writers' room was trying to figure out how nasty to make the twelfth Doctor. 
So there was a lot of character inconsistencies, especially with, like, the more I see the moon episode, the more I'm like, oh, this doesn't need to be here at all. <laughs> that doctor is an asshole. That's like, that's like seven on a bad fucking day. I'm glad the 13's turning out well. That's it. We got to get the fuck out of here. I got to watch some Haunted Hill or uh, Haunting of Hill House. And, oh God, can I? Because, oh yeah, I don't have to be at work until 2.30 tomorrow. You got 14 hours, man. Uh, yes, and two of those are going to be spent vegging and putting whiskey in my face. So, All right, fair enough. Uh, we are part of the Somebody's Network. You can get us at Somebody's on Twitter and Instagram. They are Toby with the Secret Transmission and the Secret Levels podcast, mm-hmm. which he does with Goobs, who is part of the Derailers. On top of that, we have Miles and... Richie, who do the best darn diddly. I'm just going to stop saying the names because I'll be here all night. <laughs> There's a bunch of good uh, folk involved in the project. And I'm kind of I'm kind of a little bit uh, surprised uh, to find that we haven't been like cordoned off to our own little section of the network. And they called us like the scum buddies or something, you know, more appropriate. <laughs> That's good. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Also, we have we don't talk about ramblings them, really. with Rob. We have uh, he does wrestling is trash. We have Throwdown Thursday <laughs> podcast. What? Yes, that's the name of the show. I fucking love it. All right. I got to listen to yeah, that you, one now. You got to listen to his show. Uh-huh. It's, it's really good. Um, there's also <laughs> us, the Cretans Guild. You have Drunk Discussions with Ocho, uh, Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling, and then Casual Sex with Crumb, who is making his comeback now that winter is here. Nice. Yes. Winter has come, and so has Crumb. Well, at least Ooh, in Canada. That's a slogan. And you can have that oh. shit for free. <laughs> oh, he needs to put that on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you had any Speaking sense of, of shirts, if you want to get any of our fine merchandise, you can find it at Team Public. T Public. There is a link somewhere in this uh, video or in the po- in the podcast. You just or you can find us on Twitter, and then there there'll be links yeah, going to that. Leave that. Just up. do a search for Cretans Guild, one word. I don't know why it showed up as one word only, but Cretans Guild, one word, and you're going to get all of our shit: mm-hmm. hats, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, throw pillows. And uh, I, I I don't know what word we've got on the Cretans Guild branded flashlights just yet. Uh, are those have those sort of sh- have those started shipping out or? Those are still going through R and D. Oh, we've oh okay. There's they're being devved. All right, I the, gotcha. There's there's been a couple of casualties. We need to hash out a few things. Casualties. Yeah, they're they're too powerful. Can I have one? Although we are nearing 1,000 downloads on Podbean, thank you everybody who's listened. This was episode 48 of the Nerd or Not podcast. He was Corey. I was Bob. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all the major socials, not the minor ones. We don't give a fuck about them. We barely give a fuck about the ones we have. All right, let's get, it. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So all our followers, new and old, we'd like to say, welcome to the guild. Welcome to hell. Because it's October. When you put it like that, I mean, how can I refuse? It's Halloween. I'm still in the season. This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies.